Welcome to the Digital Marketing Tips for Business Podcast, where we help small businesses and creators with tips, strategies, and ideas on how to effectively use social media and digital marketing to drive results. And your hosts are Steve Osage with over seven years digital marketing experience. Hello, my name is Sheila Smiler, and I'm a digital marketing strategist with over eight years experience. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Tips for Business Podcast. Right, this is the first episode that we have for you guys. Um, we're going to give you guys a brief introduction into, obviously, what digital marketing is in case you are not too clear about what that is and how it can help your businesses, how it can help your personal brands and why it is essential, especially for 2019 and moving forward, why you need to be dialed in. And if not, then you can go obsolete, um, literally. And I'm here with um, co-host, um, Sheila, cool. say, say hello to your people. Hello everyone, this is Sheila. Yes, this yes, is. yes. She is one of the best in her field, if not. No, I said I'll take that. You you mentioned I am one of the best in my field. So oh, I okay. Take that. Yeah. No, okay. So, yeah, as you mentioned, um, we're just going to be talking through. This is the first one. Yes, the first nice. one. And also, you know, nice doing this with you as well. The pleasure is a pleasure. I'm pretty excited about it and I can't wait to, you know, really talk through our experiences and what we've been doing for the past years i think i'll i'll, I'll let you kick it off um because obviously it covers so much and um we're going to be giving people so much value in this uh, on this podcast and i hope they stay dialed in because it can make the difference between your business succeeding and thriving or literally going out of business i mean i'll let you kick it off and just how would you break down digital marketing for the layman by their from your understanding and what should they know about digital marketing so for anyone that wonders what digital marketing is i know there's the word gets thrown around a lot and if you really wanted to just know in a simple form what is digital marketing it's an effort or from a way where a business markets itself via the internet simple as you know you're leveraging your business via different digital marketing channels for instance, you're using social media, you're using email, you're using your website, search engine optimization to push your brand via all the all of that medium. So that, to me, that's basically what digital marketing is about. And why is it important for me? And um, I think for businesses or for, you know, if you have a personal brand as well, it's really important so that you can connect to the people that you're really looking to push your business to and your target audience as well. And you're building your brand via all of this medium. And this is the world we are today. And for you to be able to leverage that and get amongst your peers and be able to compete in the world of today, you definitely need to, to get on board with, with it all. So that's what I think. Totally, totally. I mean, you've you've hit the nail on the door. I think what a lot of people tend to re- think digital marketing is, they think it's just social media. Not realizing digital marketing obviously covers a lot of other areas. It's just obviously how you market yourself, your business digitally online using the online space. And like you highly mentioned, from social media to SEO and just a lot of other areas. I mean, we're going to be breaking down a lot of different sectors one by one and really getting down to the nitty-gritty of each of those different aspects but there's no way 
in 2019 if you're not using digital marketing or one or two of aspect within it to kind of grow your business to connect your customers to try and convert those users or those fans into consumers then you're you're literally losing you've seen a lot of different businesses that have kind of gone out of business because they were late to the party from some very big human humongous brands and they've been literally overtaken by smaller brands that have effectively used digital marketing to run campaigns to run their strategies in connecting and being very laser targeted to the end consumer and they've been able to convert very very quickly and it's been a lot more cost effective for them and they've been able to track the return and the ROI on what they are spending so we pretty much going I guess for the for this first episode um, we're literally just really breaking down some aspects of digital marketing for you I mean I'm gonna go straight into the social media aspect of it just so we're clear you know you're gonna you, you're gonna just pick on social media and talk through social media just you know as a form of digital marketing yeah, yes that, I mean you're totally right I mean I guess for a lot of people social media is the one aspect that everybody tends to to know about that they oh it's either just me you know downloading instagram facebook twitter um linkedin so that's one thing everybody i don't think if you live on planet earth you're not familiar with what social media is um well obviously that's just one exactly that's just one yeah i mean it between facebook between facebook Instagram, LinkedIn, even WhatsApp, which is also mobile marketing, uh, which is also can actually be grouped into that. They've covered the whole world because Facebook alone has over 2 billion users. Um, Instagram has over over a billion plus users itself. So already more than half of the, close to half of the population has already been covered on just two, three different platforms. So yeah. it's, but well, obviously social media itself and being able to, those platforms were created in you being able to engage with your end consumer in a very very strategic way but if you use i mean a lot of people post can post on social media from morning to night but if you don't have a strategy behind it then literally you're just posting you are so people have been taking pictures for the last five years on social media while other people have been building a brand for the last five years so it depends on what if you don't have a strategy behind it, then you can literally be on social media, but having no returns on your time that you're spending on those platforms. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have, yeah. So, I mean, what, what do you think about how different individuals use social media in regards to connecting? Some people are just literally just there and doing whatever, while other people are being very strategic and very, being very intentional on using those platforms for the right in the right way. Yeah, um I agree with you. And I think it's it's very important to really understand as well. I, I want us to make sure we're clear on so as you said, social, it's mainly for social. It's basically what it says on the thing. It's it's about being social. So if you're doing that on a personal basis, that's fine. You can do whatever you want with your social, your personal social platforms. It's really about being social and connecting with people that you love or people that you would like to meet. But when you're talking about business now, with business, as much as it is social, it depends on who you're trying to target. If it's a B2B or B2C, usually when you're doing a B2C social selling or social marketing, you're much more professional than you're doing a B2C. 
But the whole point is for you to be relatable to people that you're trying to target. So as you mentioned as well, you're talking about building a proper strategy around social. The fact that it's social doesn't mean all you just do is just go on and start posting, as you said, night and day, and there's no real thought around it. So the, the point of you know getting onto social marketing is to have a proper social strategy on how you want to how you want to build your brand and also how you want people to perceive you on social and also be relatable because at the end of the day, whatever brand you have, there's humans that are behind that brand. So people would always like to see the human aspect of a brand. Totally, totally. totally agree. The most important thing for social marketing is building a proper strategy around, around it. Oh, awesome. So, I mean, do you also want to, do you want to give them a little breakdown in regards to when it comes to SEO and email marketing? Because I think people hear SEO, but I'm not, I think a lot of people totally, really don't understand how, what SEO really is and the part that mm-hmm. it plays within yeah. the digital marketing yeah. realm and why that I, is also agree, pretty important. And I think, to be honest, if I'm going to be honest, I think SEO is the most important part of digital marketing, if I'm totally honest. And the reason why I say that is, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you've got your social, you've got your emails, you've got your your paid search, you've got all of these digital marketing platforms, but you have to direct people somewhere. And the only thing that you would probably own fully would be your website. Because yep. you are on a social platform, it's owned by you, you have your own page, by the end of the day, it's still owned by that social media. It can disappear tomorrow. Company. It can so disappear Facebook tomorrow. Is owned by Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> and the email as well, you're using someone else's platform, even though it's paid for, but you're ultimately looking to direct people to your own um, land, your own property, which is your website. Yeah. So your website really ultimately is all you have as a proper assets that you own. Yeah, it's like your so, house, isn't it? Why the other ones exactly, is like you're renting. Exactly. You can invite people to your house. You can invite people, you know, you can have a party in a hall, but eventually you're going to come home to sleep. You own that house. If, even if you're renting, you still own it. So I think a lot of people don't do as much in terms of building up their, their website to ensure that at least you, you come up on search engine for certain queries that people are looking for. So out of all these digital marketing marketing platforms that we're talking about, digital marketing channels, your website is the most important thing. And SEO is basically search engine optimization. And what it means is how you optimize your website for Google or for, um, for Yahoo, for all the search engines, how you optimize your website. And when I, when I say optimization, what does that mean? It basically just means whenever people search for what you what you sell or the service you offer, you want to be one of the first companies or one of the first results shown on the search engine result page, at least the first page. So whatever you do regarding your, your optimization of your website, that would show in terms of that would result to where you are actually placed. The number that you placed on within on the search, the, yeah. On the search engine, and that involves all, for the first page, or second page, and I th- yeah, like, and I think also that involves offline and online optimization, doesn't it? Stuff that you can do, that can yes. you know, so you can also break that down into a whole range of different activities. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. But with Tetsia, the most important thing, you know, Google always gives you certain rules to follow yeah, exactly. in order to be able to come up on top on, on the site ranking. And they're always changing. They're always changing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're right. It always changes. Every six months, there's always some new algorithm, some new algorithm that, is not, um, that Google implements. So you're all, you always should be on top of, you know, your your optimization of your website. But in most cases, you know, in about 80% of it, or in most cases, there's certain things that you do that will still remain, you know, relevant. As long as you're doing the most important ones, an example would be making sure that you have the right keywords on your website, making sure you have good content that is relevant to those keywords. So when people search, Google can give the right results or the right um, website to the right people that are looking for certain things because they want to be able to at least show the show the right or relevant results to, to the, the people right. that are searching for a particular yep. keyword and making sure you know you optimize all your images and also linking um backlinks and linking interlinking within your pages so certain things like that is really important yep. and once you have that and once you follow the rules you're more or less you're you know, going to come up on top. Yeah. But the only thing is with SEO, it's very tasking. It takes a lot of time, but if it, you can do it, it pays it off cost greatly. You as much. Yeah, exactly. You know, with, I guess with anything, uh, it it might it might involve you putting having to put in a certain amount of time, dedication, or even paying somebody to do it. But the rip off benefit Absolutely. of that, I mean, imagine somebody googling your 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 hotel chain in. Peckham or in Lecky or whatever it is and somebody Googles hotels in Lecky and you pop up on the first page. The chances of that person booking you on the first page or if you're on the fifth page, there's a big difference. That could literally mean, you know, a couple of thousands dollar worth yes. of um traffic coming through your doors every single because yes. i don't i mean for me i don't think i go beyond the second page for any search engine yeah i, I was think, just gonna say that you. most people don't even so, go beyond exactly the fifth page is you know you're pushing it and at the fifth page yeah, so you, it's like you know you, you really want to be on the first page and that's it period exactly exactly but i think we'll definitely over the common over the common um different episodes we'll be giving people i guess some a couple of strategies tips on how we they can try to you know, get into that elusive or what they consider to be that elusive first page ranking in the, in different ways. But I'll, yeah. I, 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 I'll quickly just go through the other aspects of digital marketing. Then we can talk about a couple of like trends for 2019 because like you said, social digital marketing and SEO, social media, it's so ever-changing. Like it's still literally, people think, although we've, it's been around for a couple of years, but because it's the rate of change happens so rapidly, is going leaps and bounds that in six months, this SEO information that you had that could rank you six months ago has totally changed in six months' time. What the algorithm that makes you be found easily on Instagram or makes you be discovered on Instagram totally changes in three, four months' time. So that's why the up-to-date, you being up-to-date in regards to what those changes are and how it affects you, it's a big, it's, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, a couple of years, I mean, a couple of months Last year or two years ago, organic reach was all, that was what Facebook was about. Everyone wanted to get organic reach. You know what I mean? But they changed, rules came in and they totally changed now. If you you have to have paid, paid, paid social to really rank a lot better, to really rank within 
most of those um, social platforms because mm -hmm. they've now they're trying to monetize their platforms. You know, yeah, organic. The the they've given it for free. Exactly. At some point, they have to. Not like they don't make money already because we now know you know do some paid posts and boost some of the posts before you have to pay. You can that can which would really help your your visibility on the platforms. Yeah, I Sorry. I I think I'm sure you've seen this with a couple of clients or a whole variety of different clients that you've dealt with where all they're doing is posting, but they're not putting no kind of spend within their content that they're putting out. I mean. We, I mean, we're obviously going to be helping a lot of small businesses, a lot of people um, within the also within the creative space. Yeah. Um, I mean, I deal with a lot of artists, a lot of people in the entertainment industry that because they think, okay, they've created this awesome content, it be music or music video or, or whatever it is, they will just keep on posting, but they don't put no spend behind it. I'm thinking, how do you think the thousands of people or millions of people that you need to see these videos go... Are going to see this video if you're not willing to put a spend behind it because what I fail to realize is the algorithm of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or whatever it is, once you put in some kind of spend behind it, people start engaging and interacting with that content. Because those platforms want you to spend more money, they're gonna show it to a lot more people. Once they see that you're getting results back on it, they're gonna obviously make sure a lot more people see it because they want you to put more more, more money back into those different that those different content to expose it a lot more so it becomes a circle you know so it's yeah, something that think, um you know as what you don't know you know i know is people say ignorance is not an excuse but this is the reason why a podcast like this exists because you to. wouldn't expect someone that have that has no clue about you know i want to put money but i don't even know how much i don't even know what to do or, or how to do it so a lot of people haven't even you know it's not about some of them would like to, but is how do they do it and what's the appropriate amount and where do they even start? You know, once you once you want to, if you want to try and boost a post, for instance, on, on Instagram, you're going to have to choose an audience. And most people that haven't done it, like... What is that? They, they tend to quickly <laughs> pull her back and say, how do I choose an audience? What do I do? So it really needs a lot of educating people. And you know that's the reason why we created this. Exactly, that's 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 why. Right. Help people understand. You know, you don't always have to be an expert to just do your basics on marketing your business. And I agree. Pushing ahead. No, yeah, I, yeah. You hit the nail on the on, on on the head. That is why we're here to kind of obviously give you guys yeah. that guidance. That kind of really hold your hand through that whole process of really being able mm -hmm. to utilize social media and digital marketing to the best yeah. of your ability so that it works for you and you can see some exactly. return back on it. We know there's so much information out there and some people at times it's like information overload. So we're going yeah. to try to make sure we're putting in bit side kind of tablets that they can take and stuff that they can go ahead and action on straight away and they can start seeing yes. the differences exactly. and the impact that it's going to make within their businesses and within um, for their different brands, absolutely. But of going, going, moving on from there, we obviously, I mean, we have other aspects of within digital marketing, which is search uh, marketing, which is PPC, email marketing, which is like another big aspect that I think a lot of people have forgotten about or they've left to the to the sideline because I don't think there's a day that goes past that I don't open my email, that you don't open your email, that no one doesn't go through that email on their phone, on their computer, like literally. But I think that is another asset that a lot of businesses are not utilizing properly. They're not engaging 
their consumers, they never collect an email list. And if anything else, every single business, every single brand, it be personal or corporate, need to know where their consumers are. You need to be collecting some kind of a list because that is the one way that you can remarket to your potential clients over and over and over and over again. If you don't know where they are yeah. at any point in time, that means every single time you have to rediscover them. You have to go and look for yeah. them. You are, That means you're spending more money. But if you already have someone that's already bought from you, you know this person already spent $10, $20, then you know most likely if you present him with something similar, you can upsell him or whatever it is, or you can present him a different offer and they're most likely to buy. So those are those are going to be your warm leads that you need to go to first before you try to acquire new leads. So I think, yeah, I, I agree. So I think we emails or we email marketing, it's a, it's a gray area, especially now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's now GDPR. There's, of course. So a lot of people have to be extra careful on how they actually obtain people's database yeah so that's a very and maybe that's why a lot of people are also shying away from me because no one wants to get themselves in trouble yeah but the most important thing is you know there are lots of different ways where you can actually still collect database or leads um legally where you're not you know breaking any rules and an example would be you you know through vi social or you just basically offering um, content or offering information, useful information that people would definitely want to want to have, and gating that using like that as a gated content where people would have to put their email information totally and actually obtain. But yeah. saying that, they would need to give you permission of course. to opt in. So they have to opt in and confirm that they're opting in and they are willing to receive emails from you. So as long as you can do that via the different mediums possible, then you can obtain people's leads. But I think a lot of people shy away from it because, you know, it's a gray area at the moment and uh, people are a bit skeptical on what's allowed and what's not. But basically, most of the email platforms now... I've created uh, a form that has... That is GDPR compliance. Compliance already into it. Exactly. Yes. And the GDPR, for those that don't know, it's basically the new regulation brought out within the European Union, but it also applies to companies that deal with um, any any company within the European Union. So even if you're not in the European Union, but you deal with a company that is within EU, or individuals. Or even individuals. So, yes, so it's just basically how you obtain people's database and making sure they're giving you consent to send them emails. But once you have that, email is really important. You're trying to, as you mentioned earlier, you're trying to connect with people that have already bought from you, people that probably would potentially buy from you. And what you're doing is you're, you're building a relationship with them. You're trying to um, connect with them and keep in touch with them. Whether or not you have anything to sell, but you still want to keep this relationship, build this relationship. So for when you really have something to sell, they easily, they're used to you or they want to you and they buy from you. That's what you want to do with emails. And there are certain ways you can also build email um, email newsletters or yep. news blast where you you trail them and you can you can build them on by sets and also segment them to certain people or certain um, customer base as well. But it's really important and it's one of the most important ones 
especially with retaining customers and also generating new customers. Awesome. I, I think you I think you said it you said it all. But I think another thing as well, we also have to let our let our audience know it is mm-hmm. because you scale something doesn't mean you should not be informed about it. We also live in an age and a time where information is readily free. And yes. because there's a new rule about it, all your times you need to do is, like you said, if you read up on it, it's, it's simple and straightforward. And a lot, a lot of the emailing, um, a lot of the emailing platforms have created a GDPR compliance system in place already that anybody else that kind of, if you send an email to, they can either opt in or opt out. So it's already built in, you know. Mm-hmm. And because although it's a European directive. But because we also live in a local global village, the chances of you really engaging with somebody outside of your own community, of your own just region itself, let's say you live in the States or you live in China or or Africa, is the chances of you trying to gather a list of from someone in the UK or from Switzerland is is is, is pretty it's pretty high because you can't really regulate where your fans are coming from, and neither exactly. do you want to yeah, limit yourself. Exactly. So right. you so you definitely want to make sure that you you're up to speed on what or how it affects your business because yes. the fines are it's pretty steep, but it's not a yes. once you know what you need to do and you you put exactly. it into place. I guess that's where it also comes back into having a strategy, and that's how we can also obviously definitely guide individuals or and guide businesses on how to make sure that these different rulings is not something to be scared of. Once you have the information and you have a solution, pretty much you're, you're pretty much good to go on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. And for those wondering, GDPR basically means General Data Protection Regulation. Yeah, they're, they're trying to they're, they're trying to cut out all the spamming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that Berlopa have been complaining about for, for the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, right. I think people, you know, it's just a bit, they've just made it scarier than it is. It's really It's really really simple as long as you've done your research and you really know what you're looking to do and awesome great stuff right i think we should go in gonna keep the introduction not as a a bit a bit um tight um because obviously we we could talk about just so much about um digital marketing and we could be here for like the next couple of hours but i think another important thing we wanted to touch on was what are the key things that you need to know um, or the trends for 2019 that you as a business, you need to be informed about or you need to start looking into now so that you understand how you can be how you can be successful and how you can succeed using digital marketing as part of your strategy for growing your business and um, kind of really connecting with with your customers. So I'm, I'm going to go through a couple of points and um, Sheila will also, I guess, go through a couple as well just so that we can kind of bring it home for you guys, letting you know that, oh, so when we start talking about, you know, a couple of different points or areas and, you know, about influencer marketing or uh, live video and or why those things are important and why you need to start to really get somebody within your team exploring those different avenues. But I, I'll go into a couple, but one of the main things that for 2019, I mean, that we know is video, video, video. Video is so key for you as a brand, for you as a company and video format takes so many different so many different ways you have live video you have interactive video that a lot of each platform has created their own created their own live streaming system within those different platforms from facebook you have live facebook feeds from instagram i mean are you talking about video because that on youtube but i'm guessing as you said earlier 
features come all the time, so you never know. So I, obviously, for for Instagram, you have you have Instagram stories. That's I mean, it's totally it's totally taken off. Obviously, they said they nicked that from from Snapchat, but you can see how that is kind of really kind of taken off, and um, the videos become a very integral part of a lot of the the social networks content delivery system i mean for when you come if you look at instagram instagram before you only could put out a 30 minute video now you could put out a mini video on a post and they've also now added igtv to that IGTV. that gives you a longer form so they're trying to actually create like individual tv stations within yeah. those different platforms facebook yeah, has basically competing with youtube as well exactly exactly yeah. you know so like even when it comes to facebook you have facebook live or facebook actually wants you to yeah, you have facebook watch which obviously mm-hmm. was was like they're creating original content and tv programming for yeah. just facebook to be consumed yeah. from facebook yeah. on that platform so i guess each of those different platforms actually want you to stay on that platform for longer mm-hmm. so they're looking for different ways and different means to make sure that their their user stays on that on those different platforms so yes. you as a you as a business you as a as a, trying to build a personal brand it is it is key that you you utilize those tools because when a social media platform creates a tool for you they want you to use it and the more you use those different tools the more they're going to expose you to their audience that's simply it if when facebook came out with facebook live instagram came out with ig stories the more you use your ig story on a, on a regular basis the more the algorithm is going to make sure you are exposed to more of the yeah. Instagram followers. But if you're so not using it... It helps you with... Or it gives you the opportunity to... It exposes you on a different um, different forms exactly. of the, the platform or different features of the platform. And the more it exposes you, the more you get discovered on the, the discovery or the explore, explore space within that platform. And it does really help the exposure as you said yeah yeah oh, i totally agree um and i think i'll take one more bit and i'll let you take the other bits and i think another thing definitely for 2019 is marketing is everyone needs to get back to being social because i think after a while i think a couple of years people went away and forgot that social media marketing was really about those engagements it was really about being social i've seen a couple of clients in the past where They've put out posts on across their platforms, for example, Instagram, and they've had they've had users message them or made a comment, and they've never like replied back yet. How do you engage with your potential consumer if you can't mm-hmm. if you don't even have the time to reply a post to reply or reply they've actually put on a post that you've put up, but you're doing it a week, two, three, four weeks later on. Like, you're losing the essence of what social media is. Because the more you do that, the better your engagement becomes, the better the algorithm sees that, the more they see your, more of your content, the more it's exposed to more people, the more your your your, your visibility grows. So I think definitely for 2019, one of the key things that those different platforms are also trying to do is they're trying to make sure that social stays social. It stays more engaging. And I think that's why they've created either the live streaming functionalities to each of their platforms. Because if I'm doing a live feed and you come on, that is straight engagement. You can see me, you're leaving a comment, you, you're, you're tapping a heart button, and I'm, I'm talking to you. So that's, that social aspect is now more is now more or less really solidified. 
within those different platforms. So definitely 2019, as a business, as a brand, you have to be a lot more social. You need to talk, you need to reply, you need to comment, and you need to engage. That it has to be something that you all do. It's not about, oh, buy my this, and this is what I do. Come and see, come to my store. I have this deal. Come and you know, purchase from me. No, you have to engage with your potential consumer. Be social <laughs> on the on the back end. Will you reap your lot of benefits? You know. So I mean, w- w- what would you say your 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 takes on the top trends for 2019 or what the businesses and uh, people trying to build their personal brands are in using digital marketing as a as a means to achieve achieving those aims. Yeah, I think you you kind of touched on the one big important part, which is video, and video, especially for these different platforms like on social, video really helps in terms of engagement a lot because you know it's something that people can see and it's moving, and that helps a lot with engagement. So I agree with with, with that part of of the video aspect. Well, there's a couple of things, but I think I want to touch on the one that would really help small businesses. So I'll still mention a few ones. You know, chatbot is something that yes, definitely, and would definitely increase. I don't know if you've noticed it. No, big, of course. On um, Facebook, and you're looking at, um, I don't know, you're looking at, you're looking to, or you're looking at, I don't know, you're just looking at something like trainers or something. So something pops up within within um, the platform that asks you questions. So it's basically, say Nike, for instance, have this chat post. It's basically like a chat, a chat that pops up, but for a particular brand, because they've kind of seen what you're doing in terms of looking at something similar to what they're selling. So a chat post comes up. And starts engaging with you straight away. And engages with you. But this is automated. And for small businesses, you may not have that capacity to create or it's just something to watch out for. And it's definitely something that, you know, will be coming up anytime soon. Well, will be increasing more or less anytime, anytime soon. Or it's already, you know, it's it's increasing. So it's just something to watch out for. Awesome. Um, another thing that I think, so another thing I was going to touch on was, we, we spoke about email earlier. Well, email now is getting personalized, uh, more personalization on email. So what do I mean by that is basically just, Personalizing the email to the person you're sending it to. Say, for instance, um, you we sent you an email regarding um, regarding again. I'll talk about trainers or a red dress, and you know you've clicked on it. You've you've looked on our website to look at the red dresses and all of that. So what we want to do is, or maybe you went through and then you started looking at shoe. The next email I'm going to send you because I can monitor your engagement on my website and where you're going. Mm-hmm. The next email I'm going to send you would be about shoes rather than the red dress because I know you've shown interest about shoes. Yeah, exactly. And I'll yeah. personalize it based on your interest rather than a generic thing. You know, a simple personalization that you can basically do if you're starting out is addressing them by their name, for instance. And also, if you already know what they like or what they've done based on previous um, experiences or pre- previous emails, and you've seen, you know, what most of your customers are uh, searching for on your website. You can then target them based on that. So it all depends on how you, how you can drill down now. 
but start by you know personalizing the email by addressing them by their name and maybe within the email ask them what they're interested in so you can have a list of things that you have that you're selling and when you send the email ask them what what, what would you like to hear more from us about and based on what they've picked then create those emails targeted to them based on what they've picked so that's a simple way of personalizing um mm. your content to your customers Great stuff. Awesome. And another, um, one more thing I want to talk about was your voice chat or voice interaction or voice search is also going to be... I was, yeah. Um, is also something that people should watch out for. Voice, it's basically, yeah. Yeah. rather than people typing, people using their voice to ask a, plat a platform like Google, for instance, or a platform or, you know, something like Alexa, which yeah. is basically... Um, an equipment where you buy from Amazon and you ask it to do some things for you, yeah. to search for, for stuff for you. Oh, you, or you, just you asking Google uh, you know, search it for stuff for you, but the yeah, voice, right? And you typing. Yeah, do you know actually know they said last year 30% of the searches that was that was done on Google platforms was done through voice? And yes. that goes only going and, and like, it's only in the whole of the state. 30, a whole 30%, which is yeah. a large amount of which is a large amount. That would be a different story this year. And I think the main reason why I'm picking, I'm, I'm touching on this is because now as marketers or as a brand, you really have to start optimizing for voice as well. The way I'm going to type will be slightly different from me asking a question, talking on, on, on Google or asking Google a question. So you need to optimize for voice search. And that's a totally different um, podcast on its own. So we could talk about that at a later stage on how people can start optimizing for voice, but it's definitely something to watch out for. And the last thing, another thing would be content. Content is still king. Content is still king. Everything. Yep. So whatever you're doing, you need to really push out content that is is relevant and uh, is useful. And, and valuable. Is, yes, and, and it's of value to people. So no, it's not always, or it shouldn't always be about selling, selling, selling. The most important thing, especially when you're trying to, to gain people's trust, is really giving them value for them to then think, you know what, is worth investing my money in, in this. Yes. Yeah. Because they give me enough value. That is so true. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with you. I guess that's how, that's why being able to really um, communicate with your audience through stories through a whole um, range of different ways it makes a big difference because the way the more you're able to connect with your potential customers yes properly once, once you do that and you have an emotional or some kind of a connection they're already bought into you and the chances of them buying from you is greatly increased than somebody they don't know anything about and that's why i think a lot of companies that have some kind of a ethics behind their brand and what they do especially for the for the bigger for the bigger um community at large they, they they've seen exponential growth and a lot more that's why you see like a when it comes mm -hmm. to selling food crops you see yeah. you know them doing good business because it is you know from a certain they're giving back to the same community because mm -hmm. because they're able to now yeah. communicate that to their consumer like okay you can yeah. buy from us or you can buy from this other person but what are they really doing because we're going to give back 20 percent of the money we're making back to this community and try and build up that community and you connect with that emotionally and think yeah i like what you guys are doing and what you guys stand for i'd rather give my money to you 
that I give to this other person that I think they're just yeah. there for profit. So that that point that you raised is, is so very, very key and so very, very important kind of moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think we, we've kind of, you know, given a good brief. A, I wouldn't yeah, call it brief, brief yeah. but we've given a good understanding on basically what is digital marketing. But I think what we, what we probably missed out initially is just talking to people about who we are Yes. And also why how we got into digital. You know, it's never too late to really get to get people to know us. I would like to ask you anyway, how did you get into digital marketing, you know, briefly? Just so people understand, you know, why we want to do this and why we want to help people. Okay. Why okay. okay, I guess I guess we can Okay, um, basically the I, I did marketing at university. That's that was that that's the field that I was into, and I've always been into marketing, PR, and just knowing how do you uh, get someone to spend their hard-earned money to leave their house to buy whatever it is. Why would they choose one product over another? Why would I go and see a this movie over this other other movie? Why would I buy a Tesco product instead of buying? Uh, if, I mean, if you're abroad, I mean, in, in the UK, we have Tesco, we have a supermarket. Why would I go to one supermarket over the other? Um, it's something that always intrigued me. And because my first discipline was um, business studies, their marketing. But years ago, I, I had a chance of going for a conference in San Diego, which was Social Media Marketing Week. And it just opened my eyes to what was coming and what was next, which was obviously... The digital marketing and social media. Uh, the, the internet was was around already, but it just showed what you know. You know the way the before we used to have like the the vinyl player, then the cassette player came, then the DVD yeah. came, then everything yeah. else got yeah. exactly. So that just mm -hmm. showed me that listen, the magazines that we have, the radio that we had, the TV that we have, all that is being. All that will come and go because it was all about time. Because we, because we're living in such a fast-paced world, everybody wants everything now, here, at the touch of a finger, quick. Yeah. Nobody's willing to wait, and that is what digital marketing was able to give you. And from a business perspective, you are able to really laser target who your audience was. You're able to connect with a certain specific targeted audience, and you can literally say, "Oh, I spent this amount of money." And yeah. I was able to get this back based on this why reach where before everything used to be a shotgun approach. You used to just so it was something that fascinated. No, no, extremely. And I exactly, exactly. Exploring more, basically. Yeah, and I could see where it was going. And because yeah. I was into entertainment, uh, I am still into entertainment. Yeah. And I used to, I was thinking, how do your I? Your background was mainly after you did your marketing. You then went into entertainment. Yes, and I dabbled with the okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so I used to run run a label and a management company and promotion. I thought I did everything around that. So funny enough, I was actually having a discussion with a friend of mine before people even were doing email marketing and stuff like that. Now, actually, without knowing, I actually used to do that about fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. Cause I used to run a showcase in yeah. London, where I used to actually put together like a newsletter. And in yeah. the newsletter, I used to put pictures in the newsletter, embed it. I used to use, a, I forgot the email service that I, I found. I think it was something called Constant Contact or something. And yeah, I used to put I in the pictures and I used to put the header, like, you know, what's happening next and what used to happen before. And I could see who opened the email, who didn't open it, who clicked on this. So without me knowing, I actually was already thinking, what is, how can I best 
connect with people that came to the showcase and know inform them about what is happening next and knowing exactly oh i'm not just giving you a flyer i want to know did you read the flyer because that's what the email was or that's what the newsletter was in a way yeah. so that's always kind of really intrigued me and because I always wanted to know where attention was. How do you, because once you know where the attention of individuals are, then you know how to kind of talk to them and connect with them. So literally, that's a uh, that's a little about me on how I kind of got into digital marketing. So ever since then, it's just something uh, that's just always been a fire in my belly. Um, I've always just thought it's been intriguing and just the way forward, really. And yourself, how did you kind of get into digital marketing and how did that become the love of your life? Besides, you know, uh, other things. <laughs> yes, definitely the love of my life for my passion. Just very similar to you initially on how you got started. I studied marketing for my degree. And when I, when I finished, I did just normal general marketing. And at the time, this was 2007, there wasn't really like digital marketing wasn't like big or massive then. So I did normal digital, um, normal marketing. And, you know, when I finished, I started working for Tesco. And one, I did that as marketing or I, I had a graduate job where I did marketing, normal general marketing. And afterwards, you know, I, I started, I joined Facebook, which was pretty interesting on how you can connect with people. That Then there was also i5 and Bebo and, and MySpace. I know, there were so many. Exactly. So it was mainly social but it was very interesting to see how I can connect with people. But I think for me, marketing has always been, for me, it was, what was intriguing for me was how to build or how to take a brand. It, it doesn't matter what it is. For you, you know, you talked about music, which I've never really, you know, I, I don't really have a lot of experience, but it's also still intriguing. But for me, it was how to take anything, you know, any brand from nothing and to build it into like a world-class brand. And that's, just by branding it and and marketing it and you know a lot of people have done it so it's always intrigued me on how you could do that mm. and from then on especially with the birth of social that was what really made me think you know what this is a very interesting field and it's something i definitely want to to pursue more and i just went into it I, most of it i taught myself initially Actually, yep yep that's how I, it starts. You know, I, yep. Looked, I looked for a job it wasn't very easy to get jobs in digital so I created something for myself, which was an online place for moms to buy and sell children's products after I had my child. And I just went into it and I taught myself a lot of things from email to blogging to, to, to different things. And it really just, you know, went from there. You know, I've worked at a few companies that really trained me. And then I did like a postgrad on digital marketing with Chattered Institute of Marketing to really build up on my knowledge. And since then, you know, it's been over eight years now, exactly. and I'm still going strong. And it's, as you said, it's a passion, and it's, it's definitely love, one of the love of my life. And yeah, yeah, and uh, that's that's pretty interesting. And I think once you get the bug, once yeah, once you get it, get after me, yes. And I think also it's still yeah. in its infancy. There's still so much oh, absolutely change happening. The surface, to exactly. Be so we have it to even learn continuously. And the oh, fact that come in two weeks' time or in a month's time, there's a conference that we can come to. Now you have AI coming through. You have ear, you know, augmented reality. You you have so many different things that are being thrown into the mix that we have to keep on learning. So for us, just that inquisitive nature of trying to understand, okay, why this? How does this work? How can this not be utilized properly? Just keeps us, you know, 
keeps us excited about okay what does the future hold for for the platform this is the future so it is we as you said we have to keep on top of it and we cannot let anything slide and it's just a constant you know constant not seeking knowledge about different aspects of it as well digital and that's why we're here so to share with you guys go to, to find out more we're here to just dish out that information you know that is beneficial to you in the way that you can execute on and you can make it yours and you can really go ahead and just really explode in 2019 Absolutely. and we're going to do the best boss so we wish you guys to let us know uh, what areas that you guys want us to talk about when it comes to digital marketing what topics that you th- you think you're really struggling with that you don't really understand yeah. so we can really kind yeah. of really break it down and really um share it with you guys because not only do we consume it but we're also practitioners of digital marketing and um, social media marketing because we use it in you know besides us working for a whole range of different clients i mean sheila has over eight years experience within the field i have over seven years experience so combined alone we have close to 14 years of um, experience with working with a whole range of different brands, companies, and you know services. So we can definitely tell you what has worked, what you know hasn't worked, and mm-hmm. how you can utilize our own knowledge to avoid same pitfalls. Um, kind of moving yeah. forward. So it's it's going to be an interesting journey, and we're glad that you guys are on this yes. um, trail with us. I'm pretty uh, excited about. I, it. I, I am. I'm. I'm I, if I'm, you do have any comment, please put your comment. I know for those that have Android, you can actually comment on the on the podcast. Put your comments in. Let us know what you think. Let us know what we can improve. And let's do this. We're definitely here for you. Awesome. And yeah. You can definitely connect with us outside of this as well. You can get me on social, on Shilon Digital, on Instagram and Facebook. And also my website, www.shilondigitalmarketing.com. And what about you, Steve? Yes, you can get me on um, Steve Spotlight across all um, my digital platforms, um, Instagram, Facebook, and also um, Spotlight SMV. You can also get me on, on that as well. And we'll glad, we're going to have an email um, available for you, which will let you know in the next episode. So you can obviously send us an official email or just or across the, the different platforms as well, Facebook, Instagram. On Twitter, send us a message there as well, and we'll definitely will respond to you, and we'll just give you guys as much knowledge, as much value as we can, and just help you guys succeed. That's what we're here for, and Absolutely. yeah, it's gonna be an awesome 2019. I'm 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 yes. excited. I'm stoked. Let's do this. Let's do this. Awesome. Thank you so much for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, yes, yes. We hope to see you next time. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye now.